Ari scratches his balls, it, it kills the flu virus. <laughs> his balls are so deadly. Commander Smith. Don't worry, it's not like that. They're cousins. Commando Smith, nice. Minnesotan MTG show celebrating 106 episodes. <laughs> Commando Smiths, subscribe, like, share our videos and podcasts. <laughs> Commando Smiths, Adam's proxies aren't for sale. They're Patreon only. <laughs> Commander Smiths, did G tokens remind players of pesky charge triggers? Commander Smiths, follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths. <laughs> Commander Smiths, a beer of Lowry's will not be shared with Adam. Oh. <laughs> Commander Smiths, magic set spoil- spoiler <laughs> reviews our fave five lists. Commander Smiths, a spotlight deck, a spotlight deck. <laughs> Commander Smiths, don't be a dick, it's a top 10 list. Commander Smiths, slaughter on site and listen, listener giveaways. Commander Smiths, win the quip with Smiths Insta Specs of the Week. Com- we don't do that anymore. Nope. Commander Smiths, <laughs> hashtag meat force and mashed potatoes, gross. Commander Smiths, NL questions and Garuk's dong. <laughs> Commander Smiths, oh Oh, good for you. Here come, here's to another hundred more. 106 more. Yeah, 106 this more. is supposed to be song 100. <laughs> Thanks, Bill from Woodbury. Oh, boy. Okay, so that is Chocolate Rain yeah. from uh, Tay Zonde. It is a YouTube special from like over a decade ago. And by far our longest song, <laughs> like a minute and 30 mm-hmm. seconds. We flew through that, though. That was a great job by us. <laughs> we started practicing it, and we were both laughing as we were doing it. I was like, fuck it. No, let's do this let's live. Do this. We gotta, right. We're not going to read the rest of them. So, yeah, that was pretty much like take one and a half or whatever mm. on that. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. This is episode number 106, right? As Lowry said in the song. Uh, we have, what are we doing today? We have quite a bit we're doing today, right? We are doing uh, a list from Louisiana Leo on cards to cut. Cards to cut for patrons. Yep. And we've actually been discussing this and we... We have different ideas. Yeah, that's it's good. We have similar cards have. that we think we should probably go, but then different ideas. Because, well, we'll get into it later. Whatever. Yeah, uh, you're wrong. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> except my wrong is how you built your deck. So I know. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, hmm. But then we also have um, our fave fives. We're gonna do planeswalkers. Yeah, because we also want to discuss like. Planeswalkers. Our, our play group, we don't really use planeswalkers that too much. much. Yeah, I mean, we, it's like is there only like one, maybe two a deck, if that. Sometimes I completely forget about using them, but sure. we kind of wanted to have a, a little bit of that. a discussion on like maybe looking at that when you're building a deck. Look at planeswalkers a little bit more because there are multiple abilities on them, and don't just look at the ultimate. The ultimate's you're not going to get that very sometimes often. Sometimes you are, sometimes, but no. not very often. So we're going to kind of go through that. Uh, and I keep seeing you reach for a beer, so why don't we just uh, yeah, talk about it. the sharing with Adam beer. This is a morning latte Imperial Coffee, coffee Milk Stout from uh, Toppling Goliath out of Iowa. I mm. enjoy this uh, company. Cheers. I've had this one so far. Mmm. Mmm. I like that a lot. 
Thank you for your insight. <laughs> it's good on my tummy because I've had a rough week this week with mm. the, the flu bug, stomach flu bug hit the boys. Well, hit uh, my oldest on Saturday when, when we were up at the cabin. Yeah. And then my youngest got it on Monday night into Tuesday. And then I thought I was free and clear. And then it hit me yesterday and I was just like, oh, it's fucking miserable. <laughs> So today is the first now day. Now I'm like, gonna get it. No, <laughs> I've stayed away from you except for that time we made out when I first saw you. That's why I know. Don't worry, I'm we're cousins. Get it. No. <laughs> and then uh, to finish off the episode, I will do an update on dollars to duels. Oh, you want to do it there? Oh, yeah, so we we'll do, do it, it in the beginning. Oh, whatever. We okay. can do it right now. Oh yeah. Is that we're doing we can it? do it all over the place. We can do it whenever. I was just at the end of the notes because I forgot about it. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was going to get into because we have quite a few pa- new patrons this week. This is probably True the most uh, patrons, new patrons we've gotten in one single week. So, uh, which ones do we have? So new ones? we end up getting Nick Cooper. Woo! He's, he's a good man. Woo! Wait, 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 wait. I got this. I need to come up with compliments for the other two. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Keep going with the other ones. We have a uh, uh, Zach Olson. Oh, look at that. They're cheering for him. He's must be pretty popular with the ladies. And then we have a John it's Hartness. His, it's his huge garuk dog. <laughs> I'm pretty glad we don't do that anymore. Yeah. We did talk about dick sleeves a lot up at the cabin. We did. Uh, and appreciate you, uh, John Hartness as well, Zach Olson and Nick Cooper. You're all uh, fantastic as the uh, button bar stopped. Well, no, I pressed it because yeah, it's like a three minute <laughs> applause. <laughs> so you have to press it again to get it gone. They deserve those three minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, let's just take a, a three minute moment of applause. <laughs> Don't talk about anything else. But yeah, thank you guys. That is awesome. This is the most uh, new patrons in one week that we've had. Or even in a month for sure. <laughs> Other than like this the month first has been kind of crazy. Yeah, we really appreciate everybody out there supporting us and I don't uh, know if it's uh, because of how cool we are or if it's probably not possibly because of the, the pick your proxy yeah. <laughs> month. But uh, yeah, so that uh, that just ended. So everybody that was involved or had donated this last month, uh, we'll be sending out an email through there yeah. with all the proxies you can have a choice of. Um, and also segue, we did this the wrong month, but uh, we, we met our patron goal of $200 for... Uh, so we will start up a discord. Yep. Um, and I should have probably pushed that to next month. Cause I'm pretty sure everybody's pulling their money after this <laughs> yeah. month. We're going to be down again. <laughs> Everybody's like, got I'm my just, pick, my proxy. Now I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure that's how that's working. <laughs> we'll um, see. I, I don't know. Not to give you guys any ideas. But, uh, <laughs> so we're going to get the discord started for patrons. So if you mm-hmm. guys want to, if you haven't b- become a patron yet, that is a good incentive to become a patron. We'll start that up. Uh, if you if you don't hear our voice or communicate with us enough, we're giving you more chances. There you go. That's a Lowry's bonus for some for people. Yeah, <laughs> my wife would look at that as a detriment, but whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, so a couple things. Another thing, we didn't beat last month's. Uh, we didn't break the record like we had previous months. There we go. Mm. But it was close. It became our third highest downloaded month. So it was up there, but we were just off okay. a little bit. And we, we even got that extra leap day day, and we still... That extra day day? That extra day day. But we do need to give away... Oh, that's true. ...a card. So we have a drawing we're going to do on the air. Uh, what The first one is going to the... This is going to be the sleeves. The sleeves. With, uh, kill them, and we'll, we'll sign the sleeves and send a token. So... 
you're either a lucky ducky or kind of unlucky ducky. Depends on however you, whatever you want. You want to pick oh, it? Oh, am I drawing this? Uh, there you go. You read it. Ooh, okay. The sleeves is Devin Neff. Devin Neff. Yeah. He's you a long time listener. Ducky. Uh, and then the proxy card. Okay. Extortionist. Extortionist is going to read it because you can't read my reading. You're writing. Are you <laughs> read your reading. <laughs> read my reading. Uh, the Besh around. The Besh. The Besh gets the nice. Dockside Extortionist. <laughs> oh, sweet, guys. Well, you both are lucky duckies. One of you might be a little more lucky than the other. Depends on how you look at it. If you like her, her autographs and kill him tokens. Uh, another thing we got going on. Oh, do you want to talk about the dollar to duels now, or do you want to talk about it at the end? You're writing, so you might want to talk about it at the end. Nope, we're good now. You want I'm to just making... Well, let's just do a quick talk about the dollars to duels that you did with Card Sphere. Okay, so I was trading a bunch of cards, and I did a breakdown of it. So I did end up getting a Bayou for a main played from Canada because they are the nicest people that I know of. <laughs> so it was $180 worth of card. I'm trying to find my notes. <laughs> Very prepared right now. Well... <laughs> you were expecting to do it at the end and it's your handwriting you can't even read it. <laughs> i can't help you here this this looks like braille to me <laughs> like where is it Lowry? give me a second uh so you sent in how long did this take you about i'd say like three months three months not bad not bad i'm still on uh like seven of them that have sold of my under a dollar or around a dollar um but none of my second I have one second level where I've sold more cards, but nothing that's gone further than that what yet. What the shit is this? I don't know. Maybe we should cut this whole segment because it could you can't be. Find I, it. I don't know if it's in this notebook. I got like <laughs> I have three for notes. Oh, uh, okay. Well, do you know off yeah. the top of your head, or for what is this a complete cut? This and we just do it next week. Although you did you talk give me about a it. I can go and. <laughs> Let me go get my notes. Lowry, Lowry, Lowry. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay. So I did have it. You didn't have to leave. <laughs> I didn't have to leave. Nope. All right, so after a quick pause, <laughs> Lowry I, left the building, I, came back with another notebook, and did not find it in that notebook, and then found out that it was in the original notebook that we were looking at, or he was looking at. Uh, so after you've deciphered your own writing and figured out that this is the dollar to duels, how did it all work out? Okay, so uh, one thing that I do is I, I call it pillaging. So I go into and I find go through bulk and I go, hey, either this has better value or um, I find cards that I think will go up. Which was a lot easier to do before, you know, 10 years ago or whatever because mm -hmm. people weren't using the internet to figure out, oh, this card is actually worth something. But they actually, a lot of places, don't they have a person that kind of goes through those boxes sometimes and picks out the obvious ones? Yeah, it's harder and harder as time goes on mm -hmm. well because you have other people pillaging it and everything right the, the yeah. idea is to get to that box as soon as that <clears throat> as it gets up. out yeah because yeah. more people are doing this the store is doing it like mm -hmm. it, it makes a ton of sense so um so some of the stats i traded away 123 cards mm -hmm. uh through 42 different packages um average card value was a dollar 49 that i traded away okay Net value. Uh, so what I did, I for cards, I spent um, twenty seven dollars and ninety eight cents. Nice. 
And then for shipping the 42 uh, packages, I spent $25.20. So a little more than half. So total spent was $53.80 or 10 cents. And I uh, got a $180 card for that. Nice. And so that's kind of where. So $130 return off of all that. Yeah, $129.84 that I netted in the value. And I even went down through like for cards that I spent it on. I did 77 cards I spent 20 cents on. 25 cards were pre-bought, so it came in commander sets or maybe in boxes or whatever. Generally, mm. hold on to stuff that I got in boxes, but mm. commander sets, when they're like soul ring, every time like I got too many soul rings, I'll get 250 yeah. for that. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can find those values in what they're giving you in the stuff that you don't use from the commander product for sure. Mm. That's a good idea. I have so many fucking soul rings. Yeah, and so it's just like I, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm willing to go up to 20 decks. Mm-hmm. I only need 20. I can have maybe one or two more just in case, but yeah. really, you can get rid of them. Um, my biggest cards that I traded away was uh, Knight of Ebon Legion at $5.54. You know, it was worth more, but they give you a percentage. So I was trading, or I probably traded away at like 70% of its value at okay. that point. Um, but again, it I only spent $53 yeah. on yeah, a tool. that's not bad. That's, that's kind of how I was doing it. And so I, I ended up doing a big trade into Card Kingdom. And you got, oh, you are now in the Gaia's Cradle <laughs> crew. <laughs> Sounds weird when you say it like that. Gaia's so I, Cradle. Oh, yeah, so I traded in and got uh, Gaia's Cradle and a Tropical Island. Nice. That was quite a bit of cards, but it was all from my trade bulk. And I, I haven't broke that down nearly as much, but um, I'm pretty sure I gained some good value on that as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I told you beforehand, the Card Kingdom order, I really only lost on two cards, and it was Legion's Landing, and that was just to get rid of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there was one other card, and then everything else was either break-even or positive for my Card Kingdom thing. Funny thing is, right now, I went through my tokens. <laughs> oh. So, like, there there are certain... Um, I plugged it's in... It's hard to find those, like, pricing-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're saying that you've traded in tokens? No, I haven't done that yet, but oh. I just was going through my stuff. And so you can actually go on Card Kingdom and just type in token. token. Okay. And then you'll get a big list of tokens. You go to high Highest, to low, and then yeah. you just stop at a dollar or whatever, you know, as far as that's about five I have in. a shit ton of tokens. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of them are worth something, but yeah. some are. So, like, um, the... There's a goblin token from uh, New Phyrexia. Mm-hmm. That's like three, four bucks. Oh. And it's it's a cool-ass looking goblin. That's the best goblin token there is, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, like dragon. Do they, uh, are the foil tokens on there, too? No, then? Yeah, they are there, but, but they're, they're not, not really worth much right now. I mean, they just haven't been out for very long, you know. Um, some of them from the, un, the last Unhinged set mm-hmm. are starting to go up. So like those the were the one. yeah those were the 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 full art on the one side wasn't that it yeah. yeah 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 I have those those are pretty sweet all right um so that was good good job Thank dollar you. to duels yeah so uh, are you gonna try to go for a next one or are you kind of yeah I mean like I'll probably be I'm gonna see uh, what I can get with Card Kingdom through the tokens and um, what I can do like what's the better value cards for your Card Card Kingdom. Kingdom. Kind of go that route a little bit. Card Kingdom seems faster. Card Kingdom's for sure faster, and and they're also very picky on the non, uh, uh, near mint, near mint yeah. cards. Like some of them, I was like, okay, I can I can see. So 
full value I traded in what they said was going to be $750 worth of store credit. And I was like, you know what? I could see them taking off about 50 bucks, like eyeballing it, looking at cards, just going, no, probably not. And they took off a hundred. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, woof. Buzz your girlfriend. Woof. That was, that was more <laughs> than I intended. Buzz his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wasn't super happy, but then again, I was like, one thing when I started trading back on MTG salvation decade plus ago, was uh, I was trying to tr- trading up as something like a bunch of low value cards for one card for or- one card, like 10, $1 cards for a $10 card. Somebody's like, there's no way you can trade away a hundred lightning bolts, which would be like $300 at the time for an underground C. I'm saying, fuck that guy. That's exactly what I just yeah. did. No, <laughs> you know what you I mean? Do it with card yeah, kingdom, with card kingdom with or card sphere. Like if, if you're vigilant enough and you're aggressive with it and you know what you're doing, you can definitely make some value out mm-hmm. of that. And um, you know, obviously it's a little tougher when it comes one to one and I gave up a lot of value for that. Yeah. You know, those cards, but, uh, with card sphere, I didn't give up nearly as much value. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just was like hundred percent. And I know my average that I traded away is probably at like 70%, but it was like, that's well worth it. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm getting, gaining that value. I only spent $53, even if I'm paying full price for a Bayou, still gaining that value. Right. Sweet. Well, so, high five. Damn it, you got the flu. <laughs> Wash that hand. Don't touch anything else. I'm going to scratch my balls. <laughs> That's. Did you know that when you scratch, when Lowry scratches his balls, it cures, the, it kills the flu virus, the stomach <laughs> flu. His balls are so deadly that all you have to do is scratch them. So anybody else in the metropolitan area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, come scratch my come balls. Come scratch his balls if you feel <laughs> That image is just not, not nope. Okay, nope. should we move on? I don't trim. <laughs> See, I, that was going to be one of my controversial questions at some point. Was controversial questions. Do you manscape? I don't manscape. I manscape. I don't, well. I trim. See, back in the I day I when I was in uh I trim like two, college. three times a year. Oh, man. So you basically what your beard looks like right now is pretty much what you can imagine downstairs no, looks like. but about half. Oh, <laughs> I only, I, I trim the beard twice a year. <laughs> That's what you just said you did with your ball sack. I said two to three. <laughs> oh, see, so that extra one. Yeah. <laughs> see, my theory was if you expect your, the significant other person that you're getting it on with to shave or do whatever, then you better do the same is kind of what my thought was. Well, that's very kind of you. Yeah. That was my controversial question. <laughs> but now that one's ruined because Lowry's balls cure the flu. That is going to be our freaking take. Is it? <laughs> uh, let me write good that l- down good for luck. number 2125. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, also, I want to throw this out there. It is not covered in, by insurance, so it costs a lot of money to be able to do that. <laughs> Just pointing it out. So you're a prostitute. You charge for touching your balls and curing <laughs> in the flu. That's what you're telling me. Are you telling me that hospitals are <laughs> prostitutes for health? But they're touching your balls. I'm not getting nothing out of it. They're getting the rid of the flu. Is that what? We're really breaking this down. <laughs> You're, all right. Uh, do you want to do the pay fives first? Yeah. Or do you want to do the cards to cut first? Pay fives. Pay fives. Thank you for turning that down. We can be done.
nice. <laughs> we can be done. <laughs> Click. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So Fave Fives, if you guys remember what this is, we it's not necessarily the best of whatever. It's what personally what we like to use. Mm-hmm. Or I'm kind of making an exception in this one that of cards that I, I'm going to use when I build a deck. Oh. Uh, it's only one card. Actually, for me as well. Yeah. But everything else is cards that I have put in decks. I tend to put in decks. So these are Planeswalkers that both of us tend to use a little bit and really like using. So And I don't even have... It doesn't have to be like to use, just like. Yeah. Like, there, there are cards that you like that you don't use. Yeah. So that's how I'm going to spin this. There you go, because you <laughs> cheated. Uh, <laughs> you did too. Kind of. One card, but then I'll have an honorable mention of that uh, aspect where it's cards that I want to use as well. Oh, but so you added six. You have six total? No. That's also eight. cheating. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is cheating for sure. But no, five. All right, Let's so <laughs> are no. yours in particular order? No. Okay, good. Mine aren't either. So, Larry, why don't you start us off with your first one? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the... Uh, the one that I haven't really gotten a chance to play with, but Nicol Bolas God Pharaoh. Uh, I was, I wanted to, because it's just, it's all so encompassing. Awesome. It takes all the freaking planeswalkers. No, right? no, no. Oh, no, no. no. no you want no, the rap? No, you want no, the flip no. one guy? Nope, nope. Not even that one. So this one is just from uh, Amonkhet, I believe it is. But they, oh. uh, it's like your opponents all exile two cards from their hands, or you get to draw cards, or you're stealing cards or destroying it. Like there's just so much, and it has four abilities on it. Just does so much, and uh, I, I just haven't built a Grixis deck. Mm. You know what I mean. I would have so, thought you would have taken the Nicobolus, the one that has all the Planeswalker abilities. That one is really cool, but I don't even own that to even like start playing with it. So it is really, really sweet. You technically, do <laughs> it's on a foil sheet. Yes, <laughs> it's still wrapped up in a cardboard too. <laughs> Mine is too. I, I don't have a house yet, so that's why mine, mine's under I have a no bed. no excuse, other than I don't know what the fuck to do with it. <laughs> Put it on your wall, Lowry. Put it on your wall. Uh, okay, well, I'll kind of go along the same line then with my first one because um, I haven't put in a deck yet because I haven't made a blue-white deck yet, but it's a Teferi Time Raveler. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. You're a dickhead. Yeah. So, <laughs> what do you mean I'm a dickhead? I just don't want people to counter my shit. So you can't, you know, it's static ability. I love that. I like looking back on the War of the Sparks stuff now that all these stained glass planeswalkers are coming out with all the the new secret layer stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a really fucking cool set with all those planeswalkers with static abilities and all that stuff. I think it's, and I love that that static ability is pretty. So one amazeball. one thing that I was thinking about with those cards, um, with the static ability, um. I don't think I've heard this take at all. Maybe I heard it like six months ago and now remembered it, but now you're uh, stealing it. You mean now I'm stealing it. (laughs) I don't know though. Uh, but like, it's really what there are, like just like a really weak ultimate that you can get rid of. You know what I mean? Like, no, because they don't have ultimates, right? Oh, okay. And so this is like the replacement effect of an ultimate that when you kill that Walker, it goes away. The, the mythic ones have ultimates, don't they? Yes. But then they have static because none of those. No, well, I mean, Gideon. Lilia. How many? There's only Gideon, Liliana, and Nicobolus for Mythic Planeswalkers. Um, Nicobolus, yeah. So Liliana is like the only. What is Nicobolus's ultimate there? Maybe we should pull this up. How about of, we don't and just, <laughs> just waste time? Try to guess. <clears throat> um, 
But uh, okay, so I, I see what you're saying though. So you're saying instead of having it uh, on some of these rares and uncommons, yeah, instead of an ultimate that wins the game, it's a less win condition, but <laughs> condition, <laughs> uh, but it still affects the game right away when they come into play. So yeah. it's almost like just as powerful because you can do it. Okay. You know? So I was going to pull up. Okay, so then let's get our mythics out. So Liliana does have an ultimate. I think you're right, though, because then you have Nicol Bolas. Nissa's a rare. Yeah, it might be. Oh, yeah, and Gideon. So, yeah, you got the three. You said Gideon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know Gideon doesn't have one. Yeah, he I just has that one. a fucking long ass. He's just a creature. That's yeah, all it's basically. <laughs> when so, it's not your turn. But, yeah, I, I love when it is your turn. Tefiri, because, I mean... There's a lot of times I play uh, the land that allows you to play your creatures at instant speed or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I like that its plus ability is allowing you to play uh, spells like at, at instant, instant speed. speed. Uh, so you're not going for the, but then also it hinders people, you know, it's a three drop. That's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it hinders people from playing instance and all that on your turn or any other turn. Yeah. The card seems really, really good. So, all right. What's your next one? I'm going to go with, uh, Actually, I'll go with a War of the Spark one. Ashiok Dream Renderer. That was um, on, that's on yeah. my honorable mention. This is like all the hate cards in one, mm-hmm. and I love it because it's it's graveyard hate. It's searching hate. It's only three, you know, it's two colors, but three mana. Um, I think I went through and put this in all my black blue decks right when it came out. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. It, it replaces a bunch of cards in your deck um, because it covers so many different types of hate. And in the fact that it doesn't hurt you is yeah, pretty yep. amazing. I mean, because like in Modrotha, I can mill four of my own cards, get rid of everybody's graveyard, and nobody can go and search for anything mm-hmm. except for you. You're just like that. Well, hurts I, I just so dr- many decks fetch yeah. lands and like yeah. just tutors yeah. and, and and what it does in Modrotha is just draws you four cards and then does all that other hate stuff. It's just like God damn, it's good. Yeah. Well, um, my next one is also off of War of the Spark. Wow. <laughs> It's one we just talked about, Liliana Dreadhorde General. Uh, okay, I, I haven't played with this one either. So this one I do have in multiple decks. It's actually in my Croxa deck that I just uh, we did spotlight last week, and it's also in my um, Tesa deck. Um, but it, its static ability is whenever a creature you control dies, draw a card. And it doesn't have to be a non-token. It's just a creature that dies, draws you a card. I love that ability because I have a lot of decks that sacrifice mm-hmm. themselves. I mean, I have what. You have Slimefoot that does this. You have um, Tesa that does this. You have uh, Yarok that kind of, but his is all. Can do and, this. Yeah, doing that. And then, I, you know, Croaks. There's a lot of decks that are focused on that. But then also it's it's plus one is making a creature. It's minus four is, you know, hitting other players, sacrificing two creatures. is Each pretty, player, though, that's you Oh, too. that's you too. Yeah. But, but then, then you're, you're also drawing cards, cards yeah. yeah. And then. Uh, Jinx. <laughs> you owe me. Don't worry, we're cousins. We you, you owe me a beer. <laughs> Oh, damn it. I don't have one. I know. You and don't. I never even think about its ultimate, but each opponent chooses a permanent. Uh, they control and each permanent of each permanent type and then sacrifices the rest. Which so. is a white ability. Yeah. It's like white red ability. Yeah. So they just gave it to a, a black. Just fucking white. <laughs> Sounded so bad. Are you said <laughs> just, yeah. He <laughs> said it's a white ability. They just gave it to a black. A planes. <laughs> planes ability. Yeah, remember we had that where we were changing it to yeah. planes. And, okay, sorry. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep all that out. I know. Right. That is probably best. <laughs> 
Probably best. Moving on. <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. All right. Yeah, go ahead. You on uh, the next one. The original best planeswalker. Remember Garrick Wildspeaker? I was tempted to put him in. How I, I would still put him in decks. Uh two green, two colorless, and it's just the big thing is um you can minus them to put out a three three beast, which isn't anything really but, but if you're in a, the lands is always nice yeah but untapping two lands like if you have like nick guy's cradle guys cradle what? you have one now i do i'm gonna fucking abuse that shit <laughs> crop to rotation i have a i have a sneaking suspicion that our play group is starting to play with a lot more non-basic land hate oh we're powering up big time right now <laughs> and so it'll uh it'll be interesting yeah. except for jeremy he's he's gonna get <laughs> shit on <laughs> jeremy's gonna like, fuck you guys <laughs> No, that's what he's he's the one that should be running the most land. Hey, just going fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, he doesn't play a lot of green. I can't think of no. a deck that he has with green. So yeah. Screw um, screw us. But even even the the ultimate is easy to achieve and it's an overrun. Plus three, plus three and trample. Like I felt like this went really well in my Marissi deck. Um, you know, it gives you a ramp, gives you a creature. Like if you're running a token deck, gives you extra like um Yada yada. If you're doubling tokens, you can do that kind of thing. Like it works in a lot of different types of decks. And so uh I still use it every once in a while. Still use it every once in a while. Yeah. You put it in a recent deck? No. I, I did have it in Mauricia initially. Did I did end up cutting it and I think I had it in my Reina deck and I ended up cutting it as well. <laughs> it's a little like it's a fade five that you really want to put in and then you're like, ah no, I gotta yeah. cut it. <laughs> the the problem is in in like creature centric decks, it's kind of at the same spot as some really good creatures. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, this is creature heavy deck, like Marissi, like Reina. You're just Might like, as well have I, a creature in that I, spot to Exactly. Yeah. So it just doesn't end up fitting the theme quite well enough. Yeah, I got so, you. Although it is making a creature. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> is <right>. a creature. <laughs> Touche, but this one makes more. Uh I too have an uncle. Um, one of the new ones that I really like that I, I first saw you play when we went to uh one of our old listeners we actually just talked about. Mike, Mike's house, but Huatli Radiant Champion has one that I've put in a deck recently, but that, that card just seems so freaking good. Like, yeah, it's so easy to ultimate. It's probably one of the more easiest, uh, planeswalkers to ultimate. And then once you do, you're just drawing like crazy, mm-hmm. especially if you're in that type of deck. For so sure. what that card does is it comes in. I don't remember how many loyalty counters and all that that comes in, but, but it's plus one or plus X is, Put a one, one yeah, a put loyalty counter. Plus one, put a loyalty one. counter on it for how many creatures you have, and then you don't attack that turn, so you can block anything coming your way. And then you ultimate, ultimate and, and then draw a card for every, every time. Every any time any type of creature, creature comes into play, doesn't mean Tokens, it matter if it's a token. Yeah, anything that comes in. It's and I first saw you play it at Mike's house, and I was like, "That's fucking good," because we couldn't hit it. At, like I saw you, you, or one turn in already at ultimate status, and I was just like, "Shit." We can't even touch that. And then you were just like, draw card, draw card, draw card, draw card. And you didn't kill it you because it went past it so much. Mm-hmm. They were able to keep pumping it up yeah. and doing all that You crap. even have the potential to just like ultimate it through two more turns after you've already yeah. ultimate it. Like, I the, think eventually we killed it because you only had the ultimate once. But what's its even minus ability? Is It uh, It gives a creature plus X plus X for the for amount, of, amount creatures of creatures you have. So, so that's even brutal. Like yeah. that could be turn that game winner or kill. Like toss it on a double striking creature or yeah. a flying creature or shadow creature. I'm on Marissi right now because of. 
Louisiana Wales Louisiana deck. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I just put that. Uh, Watley is in my Tolsamir deck, and so I really love it in that deck because I'm making wolves, getting blockers out there, and then it just freaking pops off. So mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites right now. What's your next one? Uh, it's going to be Nahiri the Harbinger. Um, this is probably one of my it, – it's for sure – it's probably my number one right now because red-white needs that kind of help. And mm-hmm. what this does, it's red-white, two colorless. Um, when it comes into play, you can – or it has X amount of loyalty, but you can plus it to discard a card and draw a card, which is not something that red-white really does well. Um, and then you can minus it to exile a tapped creature artifact or just a normal enchantment. And so that and it has some removal built it. into it. Yeah. Uh, and that's really nice. And then the, the ultimate doesn't really matter, but if you ultimate, you can go and get any creature from your deck, put it into play, and you can attack with it, and then it goes back in your hand at the end of that turn. That is a very nice... So um, that can... It's unlikely to ultimate. No, but, but the, the first two are just yeah. awesome because you have one that's drawing and one that's removal right yeah. there and built just in like, your card. Too much land, draw another card, gets you somewhere, yeah. you don't have to tap or any mana Or you need a land, it. discard this to try yeah. to find a land, yeah. Uh, so the... It just adds a lot of really good utility for red white that it needs that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it, Larry. Thank you. Uh, all right, my next one. Now I'm getting into the old guys. So uh, my number four, but not for an order. I will do Sauron Markov. Yeah, I can see you doing that. I like this one because it is an answer for those life gain decks, and you just bring somebody's life to ten. Uh, I don't say it goes into every black deck, but it is one that's pretty fun to, and a lot of people play with it too. Um, but it's a good, we just saw it this past weekend, not this weekend. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I stole I was, it. I was up around everybody <laughs> and then I went <laughs> down to down ten. around everybody. <laughs> it's a scary card to see when you know somebody has it or it's on the board. You're like. All right, don't look, just like, don't. don't don't look at them in the eyes. Just like start looking. They're down. like the teacher, and you're like you, the student that <laughs> don't, don't want to be. Please called don't on. call me. Please don't call. I don't know the answer. <laughs> the answer's no, I'm not here. Except for the, I think maybe it came out twice because I it think did. that was one time where I was like, hey, I'm a three. Can you Hit bring me, me back? Give me to ten. 10. Yeah. do that for me. <laughs> so uh, and they didn't. No, but Whoever. I I haven't played with this for a little bit, but it is a card if I'm heavy on the black. If it's um. Because it's three black, three colorless. Yeah, Um, so it'll be mostly in like a mono black black deck or maybe two colors. Um, But it has to fit in theme, so I'm not going to necessarily... The minus 10, what's the other abilities on it? Because it's always... Put the person, it's, it's what, nothing. It, yeah, they're no, bullshit. What is the other It doesn't parts even matter. I want to know now that I've said it. Hang on. It's, it's like uh, deal two damage to a target and you gain two life. Uh, and then the, the ultimate is I like, it's still a $14 card yeah, and it's been printed ridiculous card. three times, two times, twice at least. And then uh masterpiece. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's plus two is do two damage to target creature or player and you gain two life. And then the minus three is somebody's life is 10 minus seven. Uh, you control target player during the next player's turn. Has oh. that ever happened? <laughs> that is never awesome. in the history of magic. <laughs> I have not seen Although that number two should put this in as Eureka deck. I don't think I realized this was a taking turns thing. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause you it, could do that. Is, yeah. I don't know if he cares. You remember that, right? What? When he took your turn. Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's why you're bringing it, it horrible. <laughs> do it to other people. <laughs> but yeah, this one is just like a fun card that it, it's always like that. And the, um, the Sphinx does that same thing. That's always fun to have. And yeah, I've played the Sphinx a lot more than Soren Markov. Yeah. 
for sure. So. All right, your last one, Lowry. Um, Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah, you do like that guy. Yeah, I I opened this in the box of World Wake. And I told you to trade it right you, away. You tried to have me sell it. <laughs> sell we tried it. to set it up. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait until tomorrow. Still have never sold a card mm. on eBay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though you like you had a friend that gave you this Force of Wills and stuff, and you're, you're like, I'll sell them for you. And then you're like, how about I just like give you money and I'll just hold on to these? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hoarder. <laughs> you totally are. You'll trade up the wazoo, but when it's with money it getting in here, you're like, yeah. I don't want to do it. <laughs> what is this this foreign currency? <laughs> I know how to trade <laughs> or so get fake blue, money from colorless. Cards. If you don't know this, <laughs> and it's uh, the just the brainstorm ability when you're running yeah. fetches is amazing. Um, I love it in uh, Eureka. It's amazing in that. Well, yeah, you were playing Eureka, and I was playing. Is that where I went and got uh, the Platinum Empyrean? Put that into play, and then you're like, Jace, bounce yep, that back to your hand. It. I'm yeah. like, fuck, <laughs> I am so dead. But you didn't die that game. I think you No, I won that game. Yeah, <laughs> somehow. Yeah. You're at one, and you still yeah. won that game. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, it's because you no, you went up to four life. We've talked about that. Yep. And then I Same. hit land, land, and a soul ring. Yep. It was four, three land and a soul ring. So four fucking cards. <laughs> and all I had to do was hit you for four damage, and I hit a fucking soul ring. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> that was a good game. Yeah. So, uh, but what was that card again? What are we talking Jace about? Jason Myers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jace. He, he's useful in a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, having sure. the four abilities on him is pretty nice. And we'll get into that a little bit about mm. the ability stuff. Mm. All right. My number one is just one that you can go in any deck if you really don't have any removal. Uh, but it's Ugin, the spirit dragon. So the original, I think people like that more than I do, but I it's put a it damn in, good card. I put it in a lot more. It, mine was between Ugin and Karn, but Ugin just wipes the board more. Than, yeah. That's what you're putting yeah. that in there for. Yeah. Sure. I mean, Karn is nice cause you can pick off, you know, you're like exile that exile that, mm -hmm. but Ugin is such a nice, just wipe the whole board and can go into any deck. And I, I like it too, that. You can, like, Choose. for me, I put it in my Kadena deck because morph cards are colorless. Mm. And so you can keep your creatures around unless somebody else has, like, a heavy colorless deck. Yeah. So, like, another artifact deck artifact or, or deck. Eldrazi deck or something like that. But that's where, in my mind, Ugin goes into those three types of decks perfectly. Yeah. Um, and so, but super powerful, really good. And you can even lightning bolt stuff, you know. Yeah. Just, and that's it's a little bit of awful. removal. So you that, don't want to do that for eight mana. But. No, yeah, that's a lot. But I mean, that's something. If your deck is lacking removal, that's a card that can potentially do mass removal um, for you. Well, so, even like, and its was, ultimate is pretty fucking amazing too. Yeah, it's draw seven cards, put seven permanents into play. Yeah, and yeah. seven life, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Seven, and so seven, seven. the the first time that I used that, I put that in my Brago deck. So it was just like three damage, blink it, three damage. Then you just kind of continue to do that or wipe the board if you had to. I think I remember you doing that, yeah. actually. The the deck never did anything but just a bunch of Planeswalker abilities, and it was really fun. <laughs> and there's there's better cards now so that I have, so I kind of want to remake it, but Jeremy has a Brago deck, so... Yeah. And since he only has, like, three decks, <laughs> you don't want to shouldn't stomp on his... <laughs> shouldn't clomp on him. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah. What are... My honorable mentions? Yeah. Well, one of them was Ashiok. Because I care. One of them oh. was Karn. Oh, and my other one was Narset, uh, Parter of Veils. Oh, the new again, because you're a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? Card sucks. No, it's, it's perfect. Good. It's good. Did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, ones that I would want to talk about. Uh, Chandra, Torch Torch of Defiance. Mm -hmm. Again, that does a lot. It draws your card, ramps you. 
can deal or remove damage or creatures if, you know, situation is right. Nissa Vital Force is really good because you can ultimate it easy. Yeah. And then whenever you put a land into play, you get to draw a card if it's ultimated. That's the big reason why I do that. Um, I like Fraley's Llanowar Fury, Doretti, Scrap Servant, and Dak Faden. I will say I got two more that I had. Uh, one was the green, is it Nissa off of uh, War of the Spark? The one that allows you to play your creature spells at Flash? As Vivian. Vivian. Vivian's Vivian. badass. I like yeah, that Vivian. Good. And then I also do like, it's a lot of War of the Spark. I like the new Ugin too, because I want to use that more because it is mm-hmm. kind of giving you a, a card advantage. You're turning it into a creature, your top card. And then as soon as that leaves play, it can get killed. It can get exiled. But when it leaves play, you get that card in and your And again, hand. yeah, that Ugin is fantastic in Kadena, the morph deck. Because mm-hmm. you're make, morphing everything. And, yeah, and so it's one mana yeah. to cast it instead of three. Um, and then... I, 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 you can exile. There's some removal in there. It, it's not good removal, but I think that's where I get hung up on not using that Ugin as much, is because its static ability is more for colorless stuff. So if you're not playing yeah. a lot of that, so it's Eldrazi artifacts and morph, which you typically play artifacts, but you're not play, your artifacts. So I think that's you where I need to be really get heavy. Yeah, and, and that's where I need to get out of my head because I think that in it, it's in itself just the the plus ability making the two two is card advantage in a way because you have blockers and then that can go into your hand. Yeah, but that's six mana for card advantage. Like continuous card advantage. Yeah. You know, and the cool thing is, is even if they exile, whatever they do to that, it's going to your hand. No matter Mm -hmm. when it leaves play, it's coming back to your hand, which is, you know, normally it's like when this dies or it goes to the graveyard. It's a leave the battlefield. Yeah, which is because the card's actually exiled. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's a 2-2 two, two in the, the cards exile. Yeah. And actually, it's minus 3 is destroy target permanent. <laughs> that's one or more colors. So it's also removal on it. Mm-hmm. Removal on a stick. Which segues into... What? A Planeswalker discussion. Oh, Planeswalker discussion. <laughs> okay. Because okay. actually, I had that as... Need to use Ugin the Ineffable more because of its abilities yeah. on there. And no, that's kind of what you I wanted to do. You did the segue. I was like, I don't know if that was a good one into a Planeswalker <laughs> discussion. Because this <laughs> is an example of else. that. Because I feel like this has um, two abilities that one is a draw potential, giving you a meat force. Sure. Also, you have a removal potential, spot removal with that. So on a on a card, you have a little bit of all that. The, the creature, is it? It's just colorless spells cost two less. So mm-hmm. that can help you. Uh, Signets are free. Yeah. Soul Ring's free. Monocrypt. Soul Ring's basically Monocrypt's free. free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You didn't get that one? Because it's zero already? <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> I totally. I, I knew it. I'm just <laughs> sympathizing with the listener. <laughs> for sure. No. You, you were going into your next thought. You're like, okay, what am I going to say next? <laughs> you totally. You got me there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not listening to Adam. (laughs) (laughs) You can't turn the not sharing with Adam to not listening with Adam. (laughs) Hashtag not listening to Adam. Shit, that's going to start now. (laughs) And I know Trombley and Jeremy are going to be the first ones on board. Anytime you type, do anything on Twitter, (laughs) not listening. Hashtag not listening to Adam. (laughs) I'm just going to start typing underneath CSL so people think it's you. And then, like, you guys have to listen to me. Yeah. You can't do that. I might cut all this part because then I don't want people to do the hashtag. 
Not listening. You have to that Adam. power. <laughs> yeah, you have that power. I have the power. All right, so I kind of got into this talk on the way up to Guys Weekend, and then I kind of brought it up to you when we got there. We had a four-hour drive, uh, and Trombley was driving, and I had my brother Joe on the back, and mm-hmm. he was doing work stuff, and so Trombley and I were just fucking talking magic the entire I'm way. I'm pretty sure he was doing work stuff because you were talking magic <laughs> yeah. the entire way. Joe's into... I, I he was, likes magic. Yeah. Not saying he doesn't like magic, but he might not like four hours of discussion. How well he played and everything, because yeah, the well. last time I saw him play wasn't that... like. He was knowledgeable. He was just stuff. cheating with Soul Ring and yeah. Sensei's top, <laughs> which, which we've bitched about in the past. <laughs> and we found out that he was. Yeah. We didn't talk about that on the last podcast. I don't, I don't think, think so. we did. Maybe, maybe we'll just bring it up every time we <laughs> yeah, talk about time. Joe. Remember, he was cheating. <laughs> yeah. If we didn't talk, if we're repeating it, which was only a week ago, that's really bad if we don't remember. But uh, Trombley and I, like, I confronted him. And then Joe, no, Joe said it. He was like, yeah, you guys are making fun of me about cheating with Soul Ring and Senseis. I was like, yeah, you did hear that? And he's like, I was. I was like, <laughs> what? You son of a bitch. I was like, how are you doing? He's like, I was putting it on my chair. And then every time I was like reaching down and like pretending to stretch or something, I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so then I told you and then you we just keep an eye on them. Yeah. I don't feel bad either. Anyways, back to the, <laughs> on that long drive, I was having a discussion with Trombley and I was like, you know, it's kind of funny because- he was a kid, by the way. Joe yeah, he was, was at, that, at that time. Yeah, he wouldn't do that now. But <laughs> nice no, he <time>. wouldn't. <laughs> uh, planeswalkers. We have all these planeswalkers, and at least with our meta, I'd be interested to hear what other people's play groups do. But ours, we really don't play with that many. I mean, I might have one, maybe two, up until Croxa, which has a whopping five in it. Um, on average, I probably have one or two, and you have to average it because a lot of times I don't have any in my deck with mm-hmm. a, a planeswalker. And the, the interesting thing is, is we both of us are our favorite cards, and we've done it with the Fave Fives and other things. Modular are, spells are cards that you can yeah. have a choice on, and that's kind of what a planeswalker is. Typically, when the planeswalker comes into play, you have two choices, sometimes three. Um, you don't normally can't ultimate right away because unless you have a doubling season. Uh, but you normally have two options and they're typically, some of them are really bad, but a lot of times they're usable and you can use, they're not exactly the same. They're different situations. One's going to help or whatever. Uh, so I just kind of was getting in a discussion with Trump. I was like, I feel like our group should start using planeswalkers more. I do notice that when we get them out, our group targets them though, for the most part. And that's kind of, I would say the downfall of ours, but I think maybe that's in general people when a planeswalker is out, it's like, kill him oh. yeah get rid of that yeah <laughs> find the button so like one one Mary thing and i went skiing we made a snowman <laughs> i know touched I my go. leg okay kill him right, i'll get it down to that <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just <coughs> excuse me <coughs> maybe we just talk through the beginning part of that and then we get to the kill him part stop <laughs> uh so one one thing like when you brought it up you know you start thinking about it and it is a nice modular spell and i think that is one reason like every time I went through my fave five, pretty much I was just like, I like it for this and this. And it allows you that flexibility. Like Nahiri's like filling holes for a color that needs it kind mm, of. Yeah. Um, filling holes. <laughs> she'll wreck you. <laughs> um, but the, the other thing that I was thinking is like a modular spell happens like right then and is like efficient or just like choosing a charm, like any of those charms or uh, confluences, like they're good because 
they happen right then and they're cost efficient to a degree to whereas like a planeswalker when when they land and you do that one thing generally not that good you know yeah. what i mean and, but they, they get their value based off of being Longevity. in play more yeah more turns mm-hmm. so um like if you just go uh nahiri the harbinger i'm going to discard a card to draw a card and then somebody kills it that wasn't a good play that's how like much a, that, how much is that to come out three four four two red or red white two colorless generally if you do one thing with your walker and it dies it's just not that good of a play generally you know what i mean yeah. So you you have to have like that defense up, and an old adage for planeswalkers was, "Does it defend itself?" Um, so like Garrick Wildspeaker was the best planeswalker to begin with because it, it, when it came out with it the one one five, made a three three feet beast was able to block it for itself, and then you were able to just gain all that value later on. Um, but but I guess with my example, with even let's just talk about Ugin, Ugin. here. Yeah. Um, you play this Ugin, Ugin the Ineffable, even the other Ugin. If you don't want a board wipe, you can start plusing it. And if you have a board presence that no one's getting through, you're like, all right, sure. pinging off that, pinging off that. Oh, guess what? I'm ultimating, and this is pretty much game over at this point. Um, but this Ugin, this you're making a creature, or you're destroying something. Sure. A, little more. a little bit more. You're, you know, you're destroying something. Well, and even with this, the static ability with it, um helps as well you know there's a lot of things i know this was a six drop so that's not necessarily the ones that i'm kind of focused on at all but uh you take i, I think when it, when the topic oh it is this is when the topic came up was um uh oko oko sure. needs to be in every green blue deck because it's a freaking commander just ender yeah they can't do anything anymore with that commander i mean they have to kill that elk to get rid of it but no one's going to be like, yeah, fuck that. I'll, I'll let that fucker go through or, you know. Chump with a 1-1 one, one or an 0-4 wall or whatever. Yeah. So, and it, but Oko's other ability is like, you know, what is it, getting fucking food, which I hate. But it's a three drop that does, is pretty damn brutal. Not even if it's just to a commander. It's, you could do it to uh, something that's indestructible. Sure. You can do, you, you can hit so many things with that. Well, and that's where, like, it's a good play. Like, when I was saying, most of the time when you, when you drop a planeswalker and you do w- only one thing, generally it's not good enough for that mana cost. But with Oka or like Soren, drop it, put somebody's life to 10, that's a huge, huge play. And so those cards tend to be like, that's actually pretty good. But even if you went like uh, Liliana or yeah, like I was just Jade, about to tell you yeah. the one thing with Kroxa is Liliana was awesome. Yeah. I only did it once. Only did it once because everybody all out attacked that, which actually I was happy about because my life at that point, I was the focus of, I need to get rid of Adam because he keeps playing croaks and everybody's discarding and stuff. So then I don't remember who it was, but somebody went at Liliana for 15 or something like that. That was too much. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because I had enough blockers. blockers. So they wanted to make sure that one of them got through. Mm -hmm. And at that point I was like, Fuck, I'll let 15 damage go to that as long as it's not going to my face. So, mm. in theory, saved me 15 health because I wanted that my creatures out. I didn't care about Liliana. She did her thing, three drop. Everybody discarded a card. 
you gained all that advantage. I I got cards out of it because of that. You know, she did her thing, and that's a three drop. That's a pretty good three drop right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had other things I could do, but that was the other point. Is I was going to say is it's life gain. Exactly. I said it. it, Yeah, it can be an additional life. Lily wasn't Mm -hmm. targeted, and that's that was. I was going to let her die. You know, at that point, she did Mm -hmm. her thing, and I was moving on. So uh, that's another thing to it is like it is even if it does only serve for like. Think of it as you're playing it, you're getting, let's say you get one ability out of it. I guess this is my question to you. You're playing it, you're getting one ability out of it, and you're gaining life. Just pretend like it's life. Is that worth it, you know, like a spell? If you're playing a spell that gives you a pretty decent... Let's not talk about crappy planeswalkers. Let's talk about decent planeswalkers. I, I I could look at it like life gain, but sometimes they wouldn't have attacked you anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a, a thing on the board. Like you were saying, our group kind of targets. Yeah, that's what I was... And so if it's just like, I'm not being attacked, I'm not going to do anything, and then you're like, Walker, everybody discards a card. And then they're like, well, we got to fucking kill that. It's not like life gain in that degree. But in your Croxa deck, it's just like, no, we got to get rid of that. And that wasn't... that. I don't think that damage was ever going to be directed at you. It was just got to get rid of that Liliana. At that point, it was because I was hitting... I was almost killing everybody. Potentially, yeah. Because yeah. I was later in the game. But that... <laughs> but, like, yeah, it... So... I was hoping at that point, I was like, it. please don't attack me. Please don't attack <laughs> You can attack Liliana, but don't attack me because I don't... I think it was... I feel like it was Joe or it was Jeremy. Somebody... One of those two came at, at Lily at that point. I Whatever. hardly remember. You played Crocus so many times. <laughs> so much fun. So many. And times. it fucking spiked like crazy this week. It did. It did. Because it's awesome. <laughs> um so yeah, that that was those were my notes. Did you have anything else? Um, let's say you typically have two choices. Um I I guess I just say I said I typically I kind of stated in the beginning, forget to look up planeswalkers. Like you, cause you remember how I talk about when I built the deck, I'll have the idea. Then I'll go through like keywords and try to find other cards that do that. Then I'll go through my binder and see what cards I have. And when I get to the planeswalkers, because a lot of times they have so much on them, I'm just like, eh, fuck it. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly it. I'm like, there's too much stuff on there. So I always forget to kind of go through the planeswalkers and be like, Oh yeah, this second ability, which I can use right away is flavor for this deck it does exactly what i need uh why not just put this in there you know if it's a decent amount of cost mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. i mean you, you may get lucky and no one when you play it it isn't that threatening and it just builds and builds and builds but i think what happens with our group is we don't pick on a person typically um except for last weekend <laughs> typically <laughs> 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 that's that's your bad you you bragged it up the week before oh, i'm awesome i don't lose i'm pretty sure what's I'm it saying like that? to lose guys oh boy <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh it's worth it <laughs> but what happens is you know especially if it's early in the game people are like oh what's your life at what's your life at all right we're gonna even it out i'm gonna get you yeah, down or yeah, that's how i attacked you sure. and like which is cool. I, I like that we don't we aren't dickheads. I know there's I've heard of people that are just like and the smartest thing to do is to wipe somebody out. Whoever is the weak one, don't let them sit around because if we took a statistic of like who wins a game, a lot of it's times the it's, it's the weak one. <laughs> yeah. You just let them build and build and build and if they don't look threatening, you don't go after them when really you should be killing that person. Mm-hmm. That's not how our group goes, but then what happens is 
everybody's pretty even, but then there's a planeswalker out and they're like, well, obviously let's kill the planeswalker. Let's get rid of the planeswalker. That's yeah. how our group works. Yep. So I guess what my thought is, is if you're playing more planeswalkers, especially in our group, maybe it, the reason why it's tougher is because you have to have things that are going to protect it a lot better, you know, um, maybe adding in stuff like if you're playing a white deck, you're adding in your hindering people at attacking you like ghostly prisons and stuff like that. Cause then they won't come after it necessarily. Cause that hinders them from a, you know, they got yeah. tap mana out and all that crap. I don't know. I, I I'm going to personally, and that, that started with Kroxa was start using planeswalkers a little bit more. Cause well, I think, I think it also comes into play with like with your Kroxa deck, you're wrathing the board a lot more and mm. to have some value stick yes. around you, you keep your that planes. That was a good point with that one too. Yeah. Um, and I, and I end up doing that as well. Like, um, with my Reina deck, I was like, okay, I want to wrath the board, get my creatures back, but also have some value still on the board. So I was playing more planeswalkers. I've changed my deck since, uh, I was on bruising builds, but, um, like that, that, that if you're like a wrath heavy deck, I think planeswalkers are really good because you're just like trying to control the board with creatures, uh, or with wrath effects. So there aren't creatures on the board. So you're gaining more value off your planeswalkers. Or, um, you know, there there isn't a lot of pillow fording for planeswalkers as well. Like, they're just starting to do that with the creatures. Mm -hmm. So, like, um, Propaganda or Ghostly Prison, they don't stop people from attacking your planeswalkers. Yeah. It's just your... That's a good point, yeah. So, they, like, there isn't that kind of, like, pillow forty protection for them yeah. yet either. They're, they're at four mana at this point. That's um, a good point. Yeah, I forgot about that. Those are just to players and not to planeswalkers. Yeah. So that I think that's they need a rat of that. That no, <laughs> just keep it how it is. It's good enough. <laughs> change it, change it. I don't. Know. I I I'm gonna start using them a little bit more. I think. Uh, just I, I or I'm gonna make a a conscious like to look at all the abilities and try to see if any of these fit instead of just being like. There's a lot of words. I'm going to skip this. <laughs> this that's section why, in my binder, <laughs> next. That's why you don't play with old cards either. Yeah, exactly. Why is there a block of text <laughs> on this card? Well, that's what I was showing Trophy too, because then we were talking about that. It was that whole, I was like, man, you got to see some of these old cards, like Necromancy and um, <laughs> the other one that brings it back. All it needs to say is uh, target a creature in the graveyard, bring it into play, and it's an aura flash. That. Yeah. But no, what it says is enchant graveyard or dead target creature in your graveyard. But then it turns into when it hits play, then it oh, I hit the microphone when it hits play <laughs> or being aggressive, then it turns into a, uh, an enchant creature. Like it changes its enchantment status. I'm not talking about necromancy. Oh. Now I'm talking about anime dead, but not anime. Anime dead has a fucking that's a, that's word of text the old too. one. Yeah. But then there's the dance of the dead or something like that. The oh, other one ice age. Yeah. yeah, but then I don't know if it's dance, but it, it does the same thing as animate dead, except the creature comes in tapped mm -hmm. and, you and can, gets minus one minus. So I think it's actually plus one. That's animate dead. Nope. Oh, that is. Yeah. Uh, the other one is like gets plus one plus one comes into play tapped uh, on your yeah. upkeep. You can tap one and two black, to black and a colorless to, to turn it, uh, yeah. untap it. But that read the wording on that. It's like it goes it targets a creature unnecessary in the graveyard <laughs> and then it changes what it is. Once the creature comes out of the graveyard and it's like, what this could be two lines long instead of it's a, it's a novel. So those I skip <laughs> book on tape for animate dead. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. 
All right. I think that's about it, right? Are we good? Yeah. Should we move into uh, Cards to Cut? Cards Although it's, to cut. it's a little... You're cutting, so it's like... <laughs> Jesus. That's a little oh, too Oh, that literal. sounds really bad. Yeah, sorry. That's... I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're cutting right no. this is really depressing music right. and a, a depressing podcast <laughs> <laughs> for depressing we sure laugh a lot i know uh, okay to so cover the pain we have a deck from one of our patrons and this is from oh. louisiana leo you've heard his name before i'm sure yeah we drink his beer we <laughs> it's amazing we do it's really really good and he sent us a deck. What deck did he send us? Larry? This is going to be uh, Marissi Breaker of the Coil. This is the only way I'm building this deck because I really wanted to build this and then fucking Trombley built it and then you built and then it. I and I'm like, fucking A, I won't you ever build this deck. Now, Louisiana Leo, this is my out. So so, <laughs> so there was, a, there was a, a list of things that I was kind of, we were both going after, kind of well, similar stuff. So, okay, so... Do, one thing that I feel like I, I want to at least preface what, like how I saw his deck was going like he had like deal damage effects through his like auras and equipment. So like uh, when they dealt damage, draw a card or draw two cards, discard a card, go get a land, stuff like that, or destroy an artifact or mm-hmm. enchantment. I was seeing that as kind of a theme. And so I kind of wanted to keep that together along with like his evasion was through like cheap flyers, not necessarily combat manipulation which i think went that's probably where you looked at and that's how i built mine because i did buy, build mine and i was like i and i also tried my best not to turn his deck into mine like you should do everything that i did <laughs> copy which, my which you shouldn't do like yeah. you know he, he's doing his own spin there was a couple of cards on there where i was like oh that looks cool for sure there was like a, a green wasp when it dealt it was like a flyer when it dealt damage destroying artifact I was oh like, i did fucking, like that yeah yeah i was like because that's, that's good an awesome removal card. right there that. yeah um, well, I guess, so some of the things that I went after and actually the CMC of the deck is pretty good. It was at 3.14 or was something like that. So it was pretty low. So it's funny because the ones that we just, uh, both of us had on our list to cut were higher casting costs, big creatures. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start with yours? Okay. So I'm going to do this every time somebody sends in a list that has less than 38, <laughs> lands in there and i'll say you can go this to 37 30, you're this, good this is 36 lands so i said go to 38 although i will say i like 36 too motherfuckers <laughs> stop <laughs> undercutting me uh so i would say cut up planes giant adiphage and living hive um those are it's you know clearly a land and then your two huge drops in this deck um and i would say add throne of the high city which is the monarch land which is you sh- you're kind of controlling combat with Marissi and nobody should be attacking you. So that's a, a, a really nice draw phase with Monarch along with Kessigwolf Run and Skarg. And they both give your creatures trample and a little bit boost if you uh, put mana into it. Um, and I felt like those would be pretty solid in your deck mm. along with going up to 38 lands. <laughs> I'll repeat it. <laughs> 37 works too. <laughs> You're fine. Whatever. You can do 37. If Whatever. You want. Whatever. <laughs> Go into yours. Well, I, I don't, I mean, are we going back and forth? Yeah, this? we're just going back and forth. Well, so I kind of went with the idea. So I also had giant adiphage, uh, living hive. I took out, so these are the big guys that kind of took out uh, giant adiphage, living hive, uh, rapacious one. Rapacious one? Rapacious one. Yeah, one. maybe it's rapacious. rapacious. I don't fucking know. 
uh requiem angel so requiem angel and he had an enchantment in here as well i don't remember which one it was but there was an enchantment that when your creatures died and so this is what we kind of were discussing Mm -hmm. you had two uh louisiana Lito had two things that dealt with like his creatures dying and making one one flying spirits which is awesome if you're planning on your creatures dying so that might mean that his play group does a lot of board wipes. And that's and so something that we don't, we know, don't know, but he wasn't running any wrath. So it wasn't, there wasn't anything there that was going to be able to enable it. That was yeah very obvious that he was going to be able to take advantage of those cards. So I removed those along with like ministrant of uh, obligation. obligation. And that one is, has an afterlife thing. So when it dies, it makes a one, one uh, flying angel. Mm-hmm. Does it even have lifelink? It might have, no, oh, just vigilance, I believe. So, I took those out and I kind of went with, I, I liked the idea. So there was a couple of things I really liked when I was going through the deck. Um, you have Kinjalis Sunwing, which is that pterodactyl thing that when opponent's <laughs> creatures come into play, they come into play tapped. So yeah, you like that a lot. That I like that idea. So I was like, well, you could play a couple more things that do that. Um, but then I was also liking the idea. He had a few things in there where it was like, double damage or yeah. double strike type damage. So I kind of, if if I were to rebuild a couple things is more so go along the um, multiplying everybody's damage, but also hindering it so that if your Marissi is not getting through, like you're not actually able to go with everybody, uh, that you have some sort of hindrance that people aren't coming at you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of the things that if you go that route, uh, there's more cards you can add that double damage. And actually, Louisiana Leo, you had quite a few cards on your sideboard, your maybes Maybe that board. were double damage. Um, but if you did go that route, I would add in things like, you know, Windborn Muse or Crawl Space or Ghostly Prison. There's actually like three others that you can add in too. But I was really just thinking you can have those three to kind of hinder people. Uh, Crawl Space makes it so that people can't attack you with more than two creatures. Mm. Um you could also do a Miri Weatherlight Duelist, which uh, makes it so that people can only... So that was if, more If effect- it's tapped, they can't attack you with more than, more one, than one creature. creature. And then when it's attacking... Players um, can't block with more than one more creature. Than one creature. Yeah. So that can really fuck shit up, especially yeah. if you go... And that's that people. combat um, manipulation that you're able to do with that. So I guess I'll jump into that part too. Um, was So that you could also use Audric, Master of uh, Tedish... Tactician, Tactician right. which is if you attack with three or more creatures, you get to choose how people block. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, I've seen Lara use this card, which does some pretty brutal damage, but Master Warcraft. I love uh, that card. It's uh, uh, the hybrid white, uh, what is it? Boros, Boros, Boros. Boros they instant. Yeah, and so you can, you choose how a person attacks and you choose how everybody blocks. So you just do it on your own and you go, I attack with all my creatures None of you guys block, or you yeah. can do it in other situations where, um, no, you can, li- yeah, you can you, do it. So you can like, you're going to attack him with everything. He's going to block with this and kill off as many. So yeah. it can be like, uh, there's you multiple know, ways you can use that thing. Yeah. It, and, and then it's that, really cool. their boards open at that point, And then you come in on your turn yep. and you're goading everybody and then chaos and, and moving on. Chaos. And the, another way that I've used that is just going, it's like a fog effect. Like mm-hmm. if it's just you versus the other person, they're like, well, I need another turn, so four mana. You don't get to attack this turn. I get one more draw step. Let's see. Normally, I'm fucked anyway, but generally, it's like a quick, like, okay, I don't have to figure it out, so it's coming back to me. 
type thing. And and then kind of the last part of my stuff was um, I had the, the tap stuff. So there's herb rest, the hidden, which gives your guys haste, which mm-hmm. can be pretty brutal. That is a big thing. Uh, and then Thalia Heretic Cathar, which is has people. Oh, and that was the other thing about herb rest is other players, creatures come into play tapped. Mm-hmm. Same with Thalia. Um, one thing I kind of my pet card that only Lowry's been using it was Assemble the Legion. I really think would be awesome. In this <laughs> it's deck. your pet card that I'm yeah. using. Yeah, I don't. I haven't been able to use it yet. But I, the other things I kind of cut off of this was I said Ministrant, but like some of those little flyers, like Kite Sail Scout or Healer's Hawk or Suntail Hawk. I get their one drop flyers, uh, but if you're late game and you get those, they might not help as much. And I felt like there was other things you could replace that instead. Like a one drop might work with like Mother of Ruins or uh, what's the new one, Giver of Ruins. Isn't that Something the modern like that, yeah. modern yeah. horizons one? So I don't know manipulating those because those you can go, uh, this creature has protection from green and you get through on one person, mm-hmm. or it's also a protection spell for your Marissi. If you're worried about your Marissi dying. If, yeah. If there, if there's like a blasphemous act, you're able to save a creature yeah. or it, or, um, yeah. Mother of ruins. Uh, everybody should know that I love that card. Yeah. That's one of Larry's favorite. Uh, Samite elder is actually a really good card in there as well. Just, tossing that on mm. for cards that is going to be tough to cut for, but and uh, that taps and then all of your creatures gain protection from the color or colors of a creature you control. So if you have Marissi out, you uh, can tap it, give all your creatures protection from green, white, and red. Yeah. Then you're getting through no matter what. I mean, for the most much. part. Yeah. Um, and so that's a sweet card hopping on his list. Yeah. Did you kind of go through? I, I just, then? I went through everything of mine. Yeah. Cause I was just like, right. well, fucking a, there's all my shit. I mean, I had uh, the day of dragon stuff at the end uh, is what I was going to talk about last, but, um, I, the only other yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, no, no, you can do your stuff. I was just going to say with the, the kite sail scout healers, Hawk and Suntail Hawk. I, I feel like you could play other things like pilgrim's eye. That's a flyer as well. That gets you a drop, a like land. a land instead. And, you know, things that, are evasive and, and the only reason i'm saying is because i do that in my eureka deck and so a lot of my eureka stuff when they come into play they give me an advantage the only problem i will say with that is that eureka i'm playing the owls which is blue and you don't have that option in this deck yeah. Yeah. so that's a little more difficult with that you have to find the other colors but it, it's just hard when you have those one drops you get those late game and you're just like well, this sucks. <laughs> you know, I've got to wait a turn and, and then maybe get through and do all the damage, you know, or if it's like, if it did something else, then at least you're getting a benefit out of it. You like know? an ETB or, yeah. and that's where like, I, I thought the, the flyers were fine, but I think we're, what you're doing is um, you're kind of switching more to combat um, manipulation with uh, Miri, yeah. Master Warcraft, Odric, stuff like that is all saying like, I'm going to control combat my turn, your turn, whenever. Uh, and I, th- and I think just having a little one, one at the end of a game, just go in like high density of it, just going, that's fine. Cause you're still controlling it with Marissi as long as that's not being targeted. Now, if you're noticing that Marissi is being targeted, the one, one flyers become less effective at the end of a game. Um, and also, I think I noticed like one haste enabler, like your Urbrask would be helpful. Like just being able to like one, one, get that in, gain yeah. some life. Um, I, I think that wouldn't be a bad way to go about it either. But Adding so I, I think more. they're, they're a little bit of a, a philosophy change there. And it just depends on which way uh, Louisiana Leo thinks his deck 
is going or wants to go. Cause yeah. one thing that I do a lot of, um, is, and you don't, is you don't change your decks once you have them. Yeah. And it gets them onto the next one and it takes me yeah. weeks to build. And, and for me, I, I, if I sit down and I go, I play the game and it went well, but I go, you know what, this isn't how it's not or going or people are reacting this way to this deck. So I got to do, I, I change stuff up pretty frequently. So if your play group, Leo is going like, well, fuck Marissi and they're just targeting it then it's like, okay, I need to add more protection in there and segue, uh, protection stuff <laughs> for me. Yeah. Uh, and we discussed it. Like it, it seems like there's a bunch of wraths in your play group. Um, and that's where he kind of has, uh, um, a regeneration. Oh. oh, you're talking about his, yeah. like, yeah. The Those one, were some of the ones that so yeah, we have both two, had, two cards that I would, uh, take away is I cut aspect of mongoose, which is yeah. an aura that gives hex proof and it can go back to your hand or regeneration, which is old school. Um, I'm assuming he has like a beta version of it or something. Cause that's pretty sweet if he does. Um, but then I would add in cards, uh, two creatures that add indestructible, which would be selfless spirit, which is a two, one flyer sacrifice it, everything, all your creatures gain indestructible or dauntless escort, which is a three, three uh, ground creature, but sacrifice it. Gets, uh, gives all your creatures indestructible. So it, it saves you from those wraths if you have them. Uh, if you wanted to choose to put more wraths into your deck, then you can also just one side board wipe as well. Mm -hmm. So not a bad way to go. And I think being a creature-centered deck like Marissi kind of should be, I like maybe a little bit more uh, creatures in the deck. Yeah. So he has 31 <clears throat> creatures in the deck. I'd want to probably lean to over, I mean, not a huge difference, but like 35 to 40. Yeah. And then try and get those benefits out of there. Cause then every time you're always going, if somebody board wipes and you don't have that protection, you're like, well, next turn creature, you got it. Somebody always has to deal with your creatures at that point. Um, and then moving on to just a, a quick change. Uh, he has auger ill vec, which is, uh, it has shadow and you can sacrifice it at upkeep to gain like three or four life. Um, but one thing that he didn't have, I would totally add in spirit and doll. Uh, this is from future sight and you can forecast it for a white and a colorless. Give one of your creatures shadow uh, or a good idea. it's a three, one shadow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you're hitting some, getting one of your creatures right that turn to actually Be able to get, get through. through. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it seems like kind of a stripped, a strict upgrade there. Um, for ramp, uh, we both agreed rapacious one. Uh, probably cut it. I would, in your maybe board, you have Smothering Tithe. I think they're a quick switch. Yeah, I had Smothering on here as well to yeah. have in there. Um, and then, oh, I guess I'm doing the draw. So, one thing, Harmonize yeah, and Rishkar's Expertise, they're really good cards. I, I like Rishkar's Expertise quite a bit. Um, but in this deck, you can have Orin Viper and Keeper you of mean Fables. Frostfang? It's Oren Frost. Oh, oh, oh. It's Maybe Viper, a different one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Frostfang is the yeah. one from the commander set, which it, all your attacking creatures gain death touch. And then yeah. whenever a creature, it's not just all your creatures, when they hit, they, each you, one gets you a draw. Draw you a card. And, and he's then, only a five drop. Yep. Yeah. And then Keeper of Fables is similar, but just it's an uncommon. And it's for each opponent that's been dealt combat damage gets a draw you get to draw cards so if you're attacking three other opponents and they get through which is what you want to be doing with your commander here for you the goading, right there you draw three cards so those those two cards 
um, I think fit theme a little bit uh, yeah. more. And then the last one I would say is a haste enabler. Um, and I, for creature heavy decks, I love rhythm of the wild, which is new from last year, red, uh, green, green colorless the enchantment. Your, yeah. Your creatures can't be countered. And then they have riot. So I like that. It can add haste or give them a plus one, plus one. So like going back to the indestructible creatures, selfless spirit, you can give haste. So that gets that flying through, but your dauntless escort doesn't need it, but it could be come a four, four blocker, which mm-hmm. is nice. And given that creature. So it gives you that flexibility when it comes to that thing, but also just giving the haste, being able to like at the end of the game, somebody rafts, you're like, okay, I need to go Marissi haste flyer, haste yeah. and you're getting through like that's that's huge mm-hmm. i think and i would end up cutting hunted troll i love that's yeah that's i the loved way. the idea that you had here yeah but then larry did do a point he pointed out to me when i was like i love that card because he's like i'd cut it i was like i love that he's given creatures and then they, you can attack with them but here's there's a good point so the big thing is is you are getting in with one one flyers but hunted troll gives one one flyers so they have blockers and so they have blockers i wouldn't want to necessarily give my opponents blockers unless you were going more on the my things have shadow or whatever. If you weren't mm-hmm. doing the flying part, then this might be a better idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with be that. But since you're on relying that. on, you know, uh, a plethora of one, one flyers for one, giving somebody flyers seems not the best. Yeah. So, but otherwise, yeah, like you, yeah. Um, um, what about, did you have a day of dragons with this? I, I think he has enough with like Beastmaster Ascension, his overrun style cards, uh, Gisela, uh I, I think that's more than enough uh, for Day of Dragons IMO. So in IMO. Yeah, in my opinion, <laughs> I'm really cool and hip. Why are you uh, making fun of me? No, I was saying in my, in, and I said, in, uh, it, <laughs> oh, I thought you were mocking me. <laughs> I am kind of, <laughs> but now I'm saying in my opinion, uh, I think Finale of Devastation should be added. Yeah. And, I thought that was a good one. And instead of your Pathbreaker Ibex, I would much rather use like N-Rays. If you're not going to use Crater Hoof, I almost think N-Rays would be better in this because you're that gives them vigilance. So you find Finale of Devastation, go find your N-Rays, uh, and then... As an ETB cre- uh, enters the battlefield, yeah. it gives all your creatures 2 plus 2 and Trample and Vigilance, and you're also paying 10 to go get it, so you're giving them 12 plus 12. And that's your game winner right there. That's what you hold to once everybody's dead and it's between you and one other yeah, person. Because goading sucks at that point because yeah, it forces then, them to attack you. That's my biggest thing yeah, with this and if deck. if you have the 1-1 one, one flyers and they can't really block, like it's not so that good. That's why I thought if you had a greater hoof, that's of course an ad. But N-Raise is really good because you could use this beginning, middle game or whatever, beginning game. be amazing, <laughs> beginning of the game. <laughs> you should win at that point. But being able to attack and then you still have blockers if it's down to one one v one, you know you're all out attacking. All your stuff is still there. If they somehow survive or they're whatever, yeah, you don't the, kill them. The or vigilance whatever. doesn't seem as important to it's me. Not, but the I mean, if you're not playing crater hoof, then I I like I, it. I still like I, the other reason why it's I like finale is just. Being able, you have that choice to be able to pull it from your graveyard too. Yeah, exactly. Which so you, that's what I'm saying. You can solid. play it mid game. You just hold finale yeah. until the end. You well, you can do it like again if you're getting picked on. You can be like, fuck. Okay, I'm just gonna bring Marissi back for six, or my graveyard. Make sure that it just goes there and bring it back. Like, well, 
You you can do a, you don't even have to have N-rays or anything there. You could go pay the 10, go find any creature, put it into yeah. play. Everything gets 10 plus 10, yeah. you know, like, Hey, just finale of devastation. And, yeah. um, I think, I think that probably leans more into smothering tithe as well. Mm. Um, because another card tokens. that, yeah. What? Oh, cause no, because you, cause you're gaining all that. You're, you're either slowing people down or gaining a mm. ton of tokens that gives you a ton of mana, um, which we learned. Mm. We didn't know that beforehand. <laughs> um, so, and another card I really, really like uh, Duelist Heritage in this deck um, because he does you can, have... You can choose it. Well, go ahead and read yeah, what it does. Okay, so what it does is uh, whenever uh, one or more creatures attacks, you may have target attacking creature gain double strike until end of turn. So you can do it for opponents that are attacking other people. And like, yep. That one gets double strike. <laughs> and if he wants, if he needs to get rid of like artifacts or enchantments, he can double up on his creature and he has you know the draw cards. I... You know, I you have true conviction in your maybe board. Try and fit that in there, because mm. just being able to double up on those effects that you have in there, I think would be really key. Yeah. Um, but I, I know I, we're not telling you to cut, but it's just like it, it's kind of a fun deck to look through. Yeah. Well, especially with, since I didn't get to build one, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is sweet. But yeah, I I think it looks pretty sweet. I think Marissi is uh. I like the the idea of, and I don't know if it'll ever back if that backfires or not. So I guess let us know what you change, like if you do change anything or how you change it, and then how it does. Like that's what I'd be curious to see. Maybe you try a, a certain way, and you're like, ah, that doesn't do shit. So I'm changing to this. I can see them changing. I mean, you guys are dumb. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bad. But I do like the idea that you said adding a little bit more creatures because you do want to be very creature heavy with this. In, in um, my mind, you do, yeah. And uh, and your your CMC with it is pretty spot on. Um, so I wouldn't the, the the big creatures that we took out is like well you can replace them with big creatures. Uh, so, but I, I thought that maybe adding some hindrance in there might help a little yeah, bit. Three point one seven. Yeah. I was off. I said 3.14 pi. Yeah, you're so wrong. <laughs> you are so far off. All right. Uh, I think that's about it for today, isn't it? We don't have anything else. You already did your dollar to duels, and that was it for... Walker Talker, Faye 5. Yeah. All right. Well, that was an episode. What did we get to? Let's what? check our time here. Well, we did have, like, a fucking huge break with Larry great. losing. You're going to cut, like, five. It's <laughs> only five minutes. Whatever. It's like 30. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> No, just, I heard the door open lost. as you went outside. I'm like, he's looking in his fucking car. <laughs> his I other notebooks him. in his car. I found them, and they were sitting right here, right next to us. <laughs> All right, well, that should do it for this week. We will uh, catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. I, you know, what we didn't do. What? We didn't do any of our like tags in the beginning. We didn't, no, go, we didn't. go to Gmail. We didn't go go to Twitter. We didn't go to Patreon. Thank God. I mean, <laughs> it's an hour twenty already. <laughs> we did that in the song. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, it was all over there. Bill from Woodbury is a man. <laughs> <laughs>